Alright guys, Wayne Tamala here on this Monday, 4.04pm, November 26, 2018. Uh, This will be the last, last November, uh, last Monday, November 2016 of this year. So enjoy it, make it a special one. Um, And today, we're going to talk a little bit about baseball. This is my first actual podcast uh, where I'm actually going to talk a little bit about the New York Mets. Um, so but before I start, you know, I, obviously I'm new, so I want to give you a quick little uh, history about my, uh, New York Mets, um, adventure here, my New York Mets, uh, uh, history. So my dad, my dad, uh, my dad's from Ecuador. So my dad came in, uh, came to the United States, um, right around the, uh, you know, seventies, early seventies when, when the, when the Mets had, you know, they were fresh off their 1969 miracle. Uh, year and um, then they had that another miracle year in '73 um, when they were in last place going into September and then still wound up winning the division, um, going having a, an amazing run in September and um, made it all the way to the World Series and and had a legitimate shot at actually winning that World Series, um, but didn't. Uh, they lost to the Oakland Athletics. Uh, ever since then, my dad became um, a Mets fan. Even though his dad, my grandfather, was a Yankees fan, uh, but with that said, uh, my dad started bringing me to New York Mets games since I was a little kid. Uh, my interest in baseball was right about the '80s, uh, with Dwight Gooden, Daryl Strawberry, uh, Keith Hernandez days, and man, you know, you want to talk about a great team and a great era in Mets baseball. That 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 was a great era right there for the New York Mets, and um, so. Fell in love, fell in love with baseball there. In my first game, I'll never forget it, was against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, Daryl Strawberry hit a monstrous, monstrous home run that hit the the scoreboard at that time. And from that point on, I was a Daryl Strawberry fan. Uh, Ever since then, uh, I would come home, I'd listen to the games on the radio if they weren't on TV or my parents didn't let me watch the TV. Uh, I listened to WFAN, which was my favorite uh, radio station back when I was a kid. Uh, I'm talking I was like seven, eight years old, nine years old, listening to uh, sports talk. And um, so been through the ups and downs, you know, the 80s, late 80s, the the, the heartbreak in 88, right? Seeing Oral Horsheiser uh, shut the Mets down in that championship game. Um, and then, and then you know, we kind of fell apart in the 90s where we thought we were going to have a dynasty and it wasn't there, right? Uh, we spent money. We go through these cycles where we spent money and we spend it on garbage. And then we said we're going to go in rebuild mode and and put some put some teams together, some good players together. We went out and, and almost won the World Series. Well, actually, I shouldn't say almost won because uh, we, we got embarrassed by the Yankees. Um, in that Subway Series, but we made it to the World Series in 2000, um, and then we kind of disappeared again, uh, made some acquisitions, 2006, looked like a promising year, but then again, we could not build on that, and, um, you know, then we go through the horror years again, you know, and then all of a sudden, it looks like, you know, we, we get these young kids, uh, David Wright. Jose Reyes, which that duel becomes my next favorite players. 
uh, Mike Piazza in between there. Um, looks like we have a dynasty in the making. So much for that, right? We fall apart again, go through some more horror years, and uh, here we are again. You know, we, we, we go through this rebuild stage. We we made a couple of trades. We signed a couple of, uh, you know, Joanna Cespedes, uh, barely, right? Got him on, on a short deal here. Um, but hey, so here we are. 2018, right? A season that was supposed to be a promising season with a great starting pitching staff, new manager, we did nothing. Now here we are. We got a new general manager. And it's the same thing all over again, right? So my guess is that we're going to go and we're going to spend some money this time. How are we going to spend it? Who knows? But I tell you what. We got some good players there available. You know, we got Manny Machado. We got Bryce Harper. Now, this is solely my opinion. I wouldn't mind the Mets signing um, Bryce Harper. You know, it, it, it would look good. But personally, I don't think that's the type of player I want on my team. Some cockiness is needed. I don't know. I, I just, I don't have a good feeling of Bryce Harper. I just don't. Manny Machado, on the other hand, you know, a lot of people didn't like his comments this offseason when he hit free agency through this postseason and stuff like that. And, you know, his, his, his hustle. But I tell you what. This is one cocky player, you know, and, and, and it reminds me a lot of Daryl Strawberry. He's like Latino Daryl Strawberry, a Latino, Latino right-handed Daryl Strawberry, okay? And we need that. We need that on this team, you know? And, you know, I, I keep thinking over and over again as we are a New York Mets team, a New York Mets team, and it's time for the Mets to start acting like a New York team, a large market team. Listen, stop going into the clearance section. Stop looking for little bargains. Stop being cheap, all right? This whole talk about trading Noah Syndergaard to get some prospects, all right? Potential prospects that may turn out to be some good players, that may make an impact on our team this year. It's a bunch of baloney, okay? It's a bunch of baloney. We got a great pitcher. We got a great pitching staff. Let's keep that pitching staff intact. We're in a great, great free agency time, okay? Where some good players there, some really good players there, especially Manu Machado. Guess what, guys? What a coinkadink, all right? What a coinkadink that David Wright retired last year. No more David Wright. Guess what, guys? We need a third baseman. We need an anchor. We need that guy that's going to be the third baseman for the next 10 years. So that player is going to be the, the, the star player on this team. Yes, Conforto it has the making of it. Yes, Ahmed Rosario has the making of it. Okay? Yes, this kid, Peter Alonso, when he finally comes up, right? Looks like he has the making of it. How about we go get somebody? I know he wants to play shortstop, but hey, money talks, okay? Give the guy the money. Pay the guy. Bring him to your team. He's only 26 years old, all right? Put him on third base, and let's win. Let's go out and win, all right? Listen, 
The Wilpons need to open up this, this, their wallet. That's it. They either need to open up their wallet or they need to get out of New York. It's as simple as that. Either sell the team, like sell it. Like get rid of it. Give it to somebody that has money and wants, and wants to like really enjoy the fact that they have a New York team and put a winning product on the field. All right? Or open your wallets. You know, like at this point right now, either like, you know, it's it's crazy because I don't know if you guys know or not, but, you know, esports is a big it's a big thing now. Esports is a, is, a, is one of the fastest growing sports right now. And um, obviously the Wilpons went out and bought a, 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 a team for those that don't didn't know, you know, they went out and bought a team. They're, they're now invested in esports. OK, well, you know what? This is not esports. All right. This is real sports. This is entertainment, all right? And I'm not knocking esports. Esports is great for those who love video games and love the one that the want to follow that. But you know what? This was your first baby here. So either you're going to get out of baseball and focus on esports, or you're going to focus on both. Open your wallet and spend money. Get Manny Machado in here. You know what that's going to do for Michael Conforto, either he, if he's hitting behind Michael Conforto, you now have the potential of two MVPs on your team. Michael Conforto, I believe, is going to be a better player than Bryce Harper. Okay? Michael Conforto can hit more than the 249 that Bryce Harper hit. He's going to hit more than 38 home runs that Bryce Harper hit. I think he hit 36, 38 home runs. He's going to drive in more than 100 RBIs. Okay? We have a better version, in my opinion, of Bryce Harper already in our outfield. Okay? Add Manny Machado on there. We now have a dynamic team, okay? Let's win now. Let's use our pitching staff that we have, and 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 let's let's build a dynasty, man. I mean, we have a good some good young arms already for the bullpen, but hey, it's already past November. It's well, it's, it's still November, but it's already past Thanksgiving. Let's see some action, man. You know, let let's open up that wallet. Let's make an impact. Let's you know, let's surprise everybody. You know. The New York Mets need to make a splash. Let's let's sign some bullpen help. Let's go after Andrew Miller. Let's go after uh, Robertson. Let, let's get these guys. Okay. Let's let's win now. You know, our new GM said, the Mets' new GM said, "Hey, we're gonna win now, and we're gonna win in the future. So we're not gonna do that if we're in the clearance section. All right. We're not gonna do that." If we're creating holes to cover other holes. And we're co we're covering other holes with potential. We have enough potential on our lineup already. I mean, like literally, if we're going to fill our team with potential, there, there's a good chance that our team could go out and lose 100 games next year. Or win 100 games. That's not that's not what we want to do. That's not the way we want to get started in this new era with new GM, okay? In this new era of win now. So let's stop thinking about trading our assets for potential. Now, yes, I know Noah Syndergaard has not done anything amazing, but his numbers that he's putting up, man, keep this kid healthy, all right? Keep him healthy. Keep him healthy. Like, I don't care. Like, you know what? You're getting paid money to play. A sport. All right? Be a little more strict. Let's have some more order on this team. Let's tell these guys, hey, you want to you play a sport and make millions of dollars? 
We want to protect our investment so we can keep paying you millions of dollars. All right. Follow our program. Follow our, our workout sessions. Follow our, 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 our regimen here. Let's make sure you stay healthy. All right. I mean, where's the discipline in this team? That's what we need to start. I think if we build an organization based on discipline, I mean, I, I, I don't know much. I mean, I, I you know, I, I follow this team all the time. And I've gone and seen some of their workouts and stuff like that. I've seen some of the stuff that happens after the games. You know, I remember those Yankees when they went on their dynasty with Derek Jeter and and Mariana Rivera and Bernie Williams and all these guys, you know. They were professionals. They played the game like professionals. Not only did they play the game with professionals, but they acted professionally after games. They suited up. They, these, these guys took pride in the brand that they were representing. Take pride in the brand that you're representing for the other New York team. Okay? There is no reason why the Mets cannot have the protege that the Yankees have. Yes, the Yankees have 27 titles or whatever it is. Yes, they've been in the World Series like virtually every year since the creation of time. I get it. I get it. I get it. But you know what? They've always acted as if they're that that championship team. You know? And I know a guy, a, a close friend of mine by Jay Peso, he says, you know, you got to act the role, right? You know, we talk about, you know, he, he's a business partner of mine. And, and he always says, you know, you got to act like a million bucks. You got to act like the paycheck before the paycheck. You can't wait for the paycheck to act like the paycheck. And, and you know, I think that really, truly relates to baseball as well. You got to act like a champion before the championship. You can't wait to be a champion to act like a champion. Or else you'll never be a champion. So New York Mets, get your stuff together. Go out and spend the money. Make a splash, man. You got all this insurance money coming. You know you do. All right? So what's $35 million a year? Now, I know I don't have $35 million. And I'm over here spending your money by saying this. But in terms of baseball, you got, you're got probably going to get that back in insurance for David Wright and Joanna Cespedes. Go ahead and spend it, buddy. Go ahead and put it back on the field. Go ahead and get yourself a star player that's going to break every record on your on your on on this franchise as far as home runs and RBIs and, and and all that good stuff. We need that. We need that. We need somebody to take the helm after David Wright retires. So anyway, other little quick news that I was reading about the New York Mets. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, you know, they were actually talking to the Mariners about Robinson Cano. I mean the guy's like 50 years old. And he still has like four years left on his contract. I'm kidding. He's not 50. You know, he's like 36 or 38 or something like that. He's owed like four years on his deal. He's going to get paid when he's like 40 years old, like $20 million or something like that. Like, that's insane. Like, we're supposed to be getting younger. Like, the fact that we're even entertaining conversations like that is insane. Like, where are you going to put Robinson Cano first and, and block Peter um, Peter Alonso? You're going to put him at second and take out a guy like McNeil that... That, that hit over 320 last year? Where are you going to put him? On your bench? That's an expensive bench guy, man. Um, so, you know, it, it didn't it doesn't have much traction in getting them, uh, getting Cano. So that's that's good. That's a conversation that I don't want to see traction on. Uh, there was another piece of news that I read that the Mets have not, have not written off 
signing Bryce Harper. And like I was saying at the beginning of this podcast, um, I would be okay than signing um, Bryce Harper. But I prefer Manny Machado. Okay. We got the outfield set. The outfield is going to be Bruce. Uh, as much as Jay Bruce, you know, he, I'm not a major fan of him. I like, I, I don't understand why we brought the kid, the, the guy back, right? But okay, put him in right. We got Nemo in center. And we got Conforto in left. When Cespedes comes back, you don't know what you're getting from Cespedes. But if he's doing good, you put Conforto in center for a little bit, right? Um, or you move Jay Bruce. You get rid of Jay Bruce. Get rid of Jay Bruce. At some point, you're gonna to have to trade the guy. If 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 Nemo's not performing, but if he does what he did last year, man, on a full season, he's consistent. That, that that's a that's a great asset to have. You can't get rid of Nemo. Okay, so I don't think we need a Bryce Harper out there. We really don't. We don't. Um, but if we get him, great, because you're gonna sign him for ten years. Cespedes is gonna be gone by the end of next year. Bruce will be gone by the end of next year. Now you're left with Conforto, Nemo, and Bryce Harper in the outfield um, for the future. And that that that's a healthy that's a healthy lineup. You know, three left-handers is right in the middle of that lineup there, or the top of that order, it's gonna look very, very sexy. Um, and then you add the right-handed power bat of Manny Machado for the next 10 years. If we that now that's wishful thinking if we can assign them both, right? But we do have some minor leaguers coming up. Maybe we draft a good third baseman coming up and you know, we do some things there. But I believe, because we we do have another young kid in the in the works in the outfield, um, that looks like he's gonna be a great uh, leadoff hitter. Let's stay away from signing somebody in the outfield, man. You know, I, I don't see anybody in the minor leagues other than Jimenez, who's a shortstop, at at best can probably be moved over to second. I don't I don't see anybody in the minor leagues that, that's a good third baseman. Um so Let's go get Manny Machado. Let's spend some money. Let's let's make this team exciting again. And um and let's go win some championships. It's time. It's time for us to win some rings. Bring the glory back to New York for crying out loud. Can we do that? Can we do that? Please. Please. Jeff Wilpon, I know I am this is my first podcast and you may never ever hear this. But if somebody knows somebody that knows somebody that can bring this message to you, and I'm sure that I'm not the only one saying this, please spend the money. This is the year. 2018, big-time free agencies um, year, big-time free agents on the market. Go spend the money. Go spend the money. All right? I would hate to see the Phillies go out and get Bryce Harper and Manny Machado, which would be the equivalent of Conforto and Manny Machado in the New York Mets and then see the Phillies go out and win a couple of division, uh, a few years in the division title and win a couple of world championships for the next five, six years. Um, and and the Mets thinking about rebuilding again and saying, hey guys, you know, our plan now is for 2025. No, the plan is for 2019, guys. Let's go get this done. Hey, guys, uh, thank you very much for, for, for listening in. If you were listening in today, I really, really appreciate you. I ask that you that you subscribe to my channel. And I, and I ask that you share this share this podcast with your friends, any other Met fans you may know. Um, and send me your comments. Let me know what you think. Let me know what I can do better. Um, again, this is my very first. So, uh, you know, following my little agenda here. 
and I hope this was entertaining. I hope I, I hit some valid points. I will get, I will continue to get better for you guys. I love you guys. Hello, everybody. Wayne Enrique Tomala here from Charlotte, North Carolina. From me here to you there. Um, saying hello to everybody, wishing everybody a, a great day, depending what part of the country you're in. You're either cold or hot. <laughs> um, it's cold where I'm at. Um, actually, not that cold right now, but it was actually very, very cold this morning. Um, and I know some places were snowing, some places there's sunshine. I got a lot of fans up in Florida that they, that they were like in the 40s down there. And I was like, I'm going to move down to Florida so I can stay away from the uh, cold weather. But they're like, they got the cold weather too. So you can't run away from it. Cold weather's going everywhere, I guess, huh? Uh, but anyway, so real quick, we're going to add to this uh, New York Mets winning it in 2019. Now, I've been talking about us making a big move. But going out and getting a 36-year-old to play second base, I don't know about that. You know, Jeff McNeil had a really good season last year as a rookie. Now, granted, granted, it was one year. And granted that prior to last year, this kid struggled. He struggled. He struggled mightily, okay? Um, you know, there was some health issues. There was some things here. He was just... Just not getting it together. Last year, he finally got it together. He, he made some adjustments to his swing, and it paid big time for him. It paid off for him. So, hey, was that his best year? Can he duplicate that? Will the league adjust to him and just, like, pound him, and, and he'll turn out to be, you know, nothing more than a, a, a good utility guy? Who knows, right? Who knows? So, I get it. You can't bank on Jeff McNeil yet. But going out and bringing a 36-year-old who's got five years on his contract, which means you're going to be paying him until he's 41. Now, Cano looks fit. Cano looks fit. Maybe he can find a way to use those PEDs secretly. Ha, 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 ha. Joke, joke, joke. JK, JK, my kids would say. Uh, but... You know, there's concerns there. There's concerns there. He did have a good year last year. Um, he smacked 10 home runs, had 50 RBIs, hit over 300 in 80 games. So if you multiply that by two, that's 20 home runs, 100 RBIs, hitting over 300. That's not bad. That's not bad for a 436-year-old, okay? He, but he's, it's, his, his numbers are going to decline. You got to expect that. Now, the kid that we're getting, this Davis kid, this pitcher, you know, like three solid years last year, he dominated as a closer. Hundred plus strikeouts, hundred twenty-seven strikeouts and in seventy-something innings. Now that's exciting. That's that's electric stuff. And you know, it's almost to say we'll trade Jeff McNeil for for this guy, for this closer. And I would pull that trigger. I honestly would. I honestly would. And then you can bring a guy like, like Cano in. But I hope the Mets have a plan moving forward. You know, and, and they got to figure it out because we've been here before. Get an aging player coming to New York. And then they just disappear. Okay? Then they just disappear. Now, the good thing is that Cano 
was with the Yankees. He had tremendous success in New York. So he knows it. He knows the New York fan base. He he knows how to play, play in the pressure here in New York. I was actually shocked that he went to Seattle. You want to talk about money is king. Like this guy followed the money to no man's land. Hey, he's realized it. Um, and here he is, you know. So he wants back into New York. And the Mets may, may make this possible for him. So... Listen, overall, overall, it's a very bold move by our very brand new rookie GM. It's a bold move. And, and you know, and it can pay off. If you get three solid seasons from Cano, it's going to pay off. You know, it, it's going to pay off. And, you know, you, you can suck it up for the last two years, especially if you're getting cash in, especially if... You know, his $24 million contract really only turns out to be maybe $14 million. Again, you know, we, we throw these numbers around like they're nothing, right? But in the baseball world, it's slow. You're going to pay a, a, a guy maybe, you know, $14 million towards the end of his career um, to maybe be a platoon player or something like that. You, you can make that sacrifice if he gives you the years. And I think Cano can give you a good two to three solid years. Maybe two solid, solid years. One average year, and then you know, I, 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 you gotta imagine, you know, that there's gonna be some struggles there, you know, and you know, it reminds me of Moises Alou. Moises Alou played into his late into his forties, and he was a dominant hitter. He had some great years with the Mets, but even at that age, even though he was a good hitter and performed, he still had some physical issues and missed some games. So. You know, can can that be the case here with Robinson Cano? That may be the case. $14 million a year, it's not bad, but make sure they're getting that cash. We want we don't want to lose flexibility. I still think the Mets should go out and get Manny Machado. I still think I'd still be happier if the Mets went out and spent made a bold move and got Bryce Harper. Um Cano, I don't know. It's a bold move. It's a bold move. Um, but me personally, Wayne Tamala, it's not the move that I'm looking for, man. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. This is definitely not a Mike Piazza trade, right? This is definitely not a Johan Santana trade. This is not the same as getting Keith Hernandez in his prime. You know? So, I don't know how I feel about this. Getting this closer, though, you know, I, I think that's where the focus needs to be, probably. This closer looks like the real deal. And we haven't had a, a, an electrifying closer like that since Billy Wagner, man. A shutout guy since Billy Wagner. And I'm excited about that. I'm excited about that. This is going to make that bullpen look great. I, I think um, Lugo is going to be phenomenal. I, I, you know, it's he was just fi finally molding himself into that position um, as a setup guy slash closer. And, 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 and I, I, there was moments where he looked dominant dominant okay and you got these other young guys there that look that had their moments to shine so you know i think you, I, if you make this trade i think that the highlight there for me really is the closer you know you get robinson you get maybe two good years out of robinson cano and then you got some good years out of this closer 
Um, I'd, I'd make the swap, I guess. I, I, it's not it's not that sexy move. It's not as sexy as it may look on paper for many people. Okay, it's not that sexy, but I would make the move because we are a win now team, and I think this really puts us in position to win now. Okay, what I'd like to see again, it's a bigger move that sets us up to win not just for the next two or three years, but sets us up to win for the next. Five to seven years and create a winning culture on this team where we're not worried about moving a contract around. I don't want to be in a situation where we're looking ha- looking to move Robinson Cano three years from now. Okay, that 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 sucks. You know, it's possible, but I don't know. Um, choosers can't be beggars. We want a big bold move. This may be it, guys. This may be the move we're looking for right now. This may be it. 2019, though, it's about 2019, and this move could really make 2019. So send me your messages. Let me know. Let me know your thoughts. I'm very interested in seeing what you're thinking um, when it comes to our beloved New York Mets. So um, love you guys. Mets 2019. Let's make some moves. Let's make some things happen. Send me your comments. Stay posted. Stay online. I'll give you guys what's going on as, as, as it develops. Love you guys. Talk to you later. All right, ladies and gentlemen, good evening to everybody. Wayne Enrique Tomala here from Charlotte, North Carolina, a New York Mets fan feeling the pain all the way in the Carolinas. All right, so it seems like this Cano deal is going to happen. Um, It seems like it's going to be finalized tomorrow. Um, Then again, tomorrow can be in, um, you know, 35 minutes or so or 40 minutes or so. Uh, which is past midnight, so we may see still something tonight. Probably will be tomorrow. We don't know. Um, but it looks like it's going to happen. Wow. So, you know, I'm, I'm reading through Twitter, and, and I'm seeing all the comments here, and, and it's and it's um, it's fascinating, right? Because, you know, some of the comments are so true, right? Like, you, if the Mets do make a move, it's a horrible move. If the Mets don't make a move, it's a horrible move. One way or the other, they're, you know, it's 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 damn that they do, damn that they don't, right? So, uh, but any in any case, I do see what everybody's saying about why are we going out and spending all this money, right? What what's the purpose? Like, why are we going out and spend not money? Excuse me, but why are we spending prospects? Like, why are we sending prospects and and making a trade for a closer when you have all these closers um, available through free agency? Okay, and um, you know why are we getting a thirty-five, thirty-six-year-old, uh, you know, second baseman? Well, we got a, well, we clearly have a, a, a young twenty-six-year-old um, that that had a, an amazing, t- uh, an, an amazing season last year, and 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 obviously did very, very well when he was called up. So I I see the argument, I see it. I see it. it. It's it's clear as day. Like, in a way, it doesn't make sense. But here is a scenario. All right? Here's a scenario that will make it make sense. Now, we are talking about the Mets, and I am one of those hopefuls, those optimistic people that always looks at the bright side of things and says, there's got to be a clear answer. There's got to be a reason for this. 
And I come up with all this stuff, and I'm going to tell you right now. 90% of the time, I'm wrong. Okay? 90% of the time, I'm wrong. So don't get excited from what you're going to hear. But this is my gut. This is this is what I'd like to see happen. This is what I like to believe is the right phrase here. This is what I'd like to believe is truly happening right now for the New York Mets. You ready? All right. So, yes. You know, business is business, so I'm not going to call the, the Wilpons cheap, okay? And we do have guys like the Grom that's going to that's gonna cash in a nice little paycheck uh, very shortly. And, you know, and this is going to be people that got to get signed, right? So, what if, what if what we're seeing, this trade that we're seeing is just the tip of the iceberg? What if... The reason why we're trading prospects is really not for the idea of getting just the closer, but of having the getting the closer and having the payroll flexibility to bring in a guy like Manny Machado, okay, or Bryce Harper. It's totally possible. It's totally. I'm telling you, it's totally possible. All right. So catch this. Check this out. So. The Mets make the trade. Okay, the Mets make the trade. Okay, they now have, and then they go out and this, they have the flexibility to go out and sign Manny Machado. So now you have an infield of Manny Machado at third, Admiral Rosario at short. You have Robinson Cano at second, and Peter Alonso at first. Now that's an infield to get excited about. Even if even if Cano is only going to give you two good years, I really think he has two good years in him. I, I do. I do. I do. I, I really think he has two good years in him. All right? As long as he doesn't go Carlos Baez on us, okay? He's got two good years on him. And he's going to come in here and he's going to perform in New York. All right? The bad thing is we're going to pay him for three more after that. So here's what I'm thinking. We just turned, we're going to turn Bruce, all right, into Cano pretty much. And we get, of a bad, we get rid of the bad contract from, our, from, from the reliever that we're going to trade, okay? We get rid of the bad contract. We get rid of Bruce, who's going to go hit 40 home runs in Seattle. You watch, Okay. And we turn it into Cano. Now we have the flexibility. Maybe bring in an outfielder. Or maybe we don't. Okay. But that gives us some, some flexibility in the outfield. You're hopeful that, that Joanna Cespedes is going to come back someday. Right. You have an infield. An all-star infield. Robinson Cano giving you his best. One of his. A, a great year next year, a year that can be compatible to whatever Jeff McNeil can do. I think so. The salary is going to be kind of crazy, but the way I'm looking at it right now is you're paying the salary anyway if you kept McNeil, Jay Bruce. So really, this is all about us getting a closer with payroll flexibility. With you know, it's going to come cheap. It's coming at the at the minimum, right? So. And we're probably getting some cash, so it's going to give us some ca- some payroll relief, and we're going to go out and we're going to sign a big a big bopper, 
We're going to get Manny Machado on the infield. Or we get Bryce Harper. Because it now seems like, you know, when I you, you got to read between the lines here. All right? And again, this is optimistic version of this deal. Right? This is like, this can this really be happening? Like this, you're going to get surprised. Spoiler alert. Right? But, you know, maybe Bryce Harper is on his way. Maybe there's talks. There's been no comment about it. There's been shush, shush. So maybe something is going on there. Maybe something is brewing. Okay? Because now they've this, they, they've been hesitant and tra- trading and trading um, McNeil. So it looks like they're going to wind up keeping McNeil. So this is what the this is what the, the the team is looking like right now. In my mind. Okay? Bear with me. Could be a pipe dream, but bear with me. So listen to me. Okay? Let's start with the outfield. Conforto on left. Nemo in center. Bryce in right field. Go into the infield now. You got a platoon of Frazier and McNeil at third. Okay? With McNeil getting the bulk, being a left-handed hitter. Admiral Rosario at second, at short, sorry. Robinson Cano at, at second. And then Peter Alonso at first. All right? And you still got the catcher situation we got to solve. With some payroll flexibility, we may wind up getting Ramos or something like that. So, I'm not going to complain if that is if that's what's going to happen. Even with that young outfield stud that's 19 years old, that people already like want him on the major league roster. Okay? He, you know what? His numbers do look sexy. I'm not going to lie. For a 19-year-old, kid looks like he can be a star. But if you're going to flip him to get a closer, there's going to be a dominant closer for the next four years on this team, for not much money, giving the flexibility to nail down a contract for Jacob DeGrom and bring in a big bopper like Bryce Harper to go on the outfield or Manny Machado at third. Now, if we were the Yankees, right, if we had Yankee money, which I don't know why we don't, but if we had Yankee money, we may be talking about getting both players over here, right? But... Hey, let's not exaggerate, okay? Bottom line is, bottom line is, this is not looking too shabby anymore, all right? This is not looking too shabby if that's what the master plan is. So anyway, let me know what your thoughts are. Let me know what your thoughts are. I know it's 1130 at night um, and it's getting late. I'm going to post this. I don't know if you listen to it tonight. Excellent. If you listen to it tomorrow, you probably already know what the results are. Uh, but hey, let me know what you think. I really want to know because this is this is exciting. This this can be a big deal if this is the master plan here. And um, you know, now we're looking like I'm not I'm not exaggerating when I say this. Now we're looking like a World Series team next year. We got Robinson Cano, uh, a dominant closer, and a big bopper in the name of Manny Machado or Bryce Harper. And then by the trading deadline next year, we add a healthy Joanna Cespedes. 
that's a team to be reckoned with. All right. So let me know. Send me comments. Text me. Email me. Message. Uh, do what you, do 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 whatever you need to do to let me know what your thoughts are. I really like to appreciate. I really appreciate your feedback. So thank you very much. You have a good night. I'll keep looking at Twitter, seeing what's going on. Have a blessed night. Good evening, uh, everybody. Wayne Enrique Tamala here from Charlotte, North Carolina, saying hello to all my fans, followers, friends, and family, and. Um, my family of New York Mets fans. <laughs> you know, it's, um, and I, I call you guys family. I mean, let's be real. We laugh together. We cry together. We get upset together. We yell together. We punch walls together. We hate the Mets together. We love the Mets together. We complain together. <laughs> and we enjoy good times together. So, we're family. I mean, come on, let's be real. We are truly, truly family. So anyway, welcome back to another segment here to our um, episode of Mets win in 2019. Uh, that is wishful thinking. Uh, but I really, really believe we have a shot. If our great general manager, great, I say great because, um, you know, all the hype about him. So I'll, for me, you got to lose the title of great. All right. You, you come in here with a plan, man, you know. I'm expecting you to be amazing. I'm calling out positive things out into the universe and, and saying this guy's great, this guy's amazing, this guy's doing wonderful things for a club. And then um, it's it's their job to lose that title. If they mess this up, man, then you know we'll go and um, trash his car. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, we're not going to trash his car, okay? Um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, all right, guys. So the trade is deal. The the trade is done. It's a done deal. Okay, so the trade has been complete. So we now have Robinson Cano that's going to be playing second base, okay? And we have this Diaz kid who's a lights-out elite closer, all right? Especially right now where he had this amazing year in 2017, 2018, sorry. So, you know, a lot of great things are expected. He's young, so the expectation is high. A good maybe five, six years of domination, right? Let's see where it goes. Let, hopefully he doesn't, you know, doesn't he doesn't fall apart on us. Hopefully he doesn't lose anything. Hopefully he doesn't get injured. Uh, so many things, right? Uh, such a high risk when you trade for a pitcher because, you know, their arms are under so much stress that, you know, it's, it's just it's kind of a shot in the dark. You know, you just got to kind of cross your fingers and hope that things go well. Um, he does have a bone spur. So... You know, like, I don't know how I feel about that. You know, I, I really don't. I don't. So I, I, I'm going to act like I didn't I didn't hear about that. I'm going to act like we don't know about that. The guy's had it for a while, and he's pitching great without it, right? If it, this year would be the year, right? On uh, Hopefully not, but this would be the year that, you know, all of a sudden that bone spur starts to, uh, you know, show up, and, and now he needs a surgery, and, and boom, we lost a year, right, when we gave up all these prospects. Now, on the flip side of that, just looking at all the, the possibilities here. On the flip side of that, if that did happen, let's be real. The prospects that we traded away, they, you know, they weren't here anyway. Okay, not, not this year. So no gain, no loss for 2019 if anything like that was to happen other than Robinson Cano, right? If he doesn't perform, no gain, no loss. You know, um, bottom line is I'm happy that Jay Bruce is gone. Totally. And I, not to knock the guy. All right. I mean, he gave us some good times. 
um, except for last year. And, and even last year, when he came back from that injury, you know, he was crushing the ball. So it, it, it kind of sucks to get rid of a power hitter like that. But I was never a, Bruce, a Jay Bruce fan. I, I, don't, I never understood why we went out and we got him. Okay? I don't. You know, and, 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 and you know, I, I love um, Brandon Nemo. I, I, I think he should have been right from the beginning the starter in right field. You know, and, and he proved that this year. So that opens space up. We now need a center fielder because you're going to put Brandon Nemo out and 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 right. I'm still, you know, it, it it it's it's great as well because like I'm still confused how this whole thing is going to work out when um, Joanna Cespedes come back, right? You know, I don't want to see Brandon Nemo bumped out. If he gets bumped out, like who plays center? You know, um, right now, and and if he gets moved to right, and you go out and bring somebody to play center. You know, and you know, like who gets bumped? Nemo's gonna want to get bumped, and I like Nemo. Brandon Nemo is 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 really good. Okay, I, I like this kid. I really do. And, and my gut feeling is that he's not gonna be around. I, I think Brandon Nemo's gonna get traded. You know, and I and I think um, our GM has a massive plan here. You know, I I think Brandon Nemo will be gone. Um, and 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 that's gonna leave some holes there. So. We have, we do have, we do have, um, we did keep uh, McNeil, right? So it looks like McNeil's going to play third, probably going to platoon with Frazier, which I, I actually like. I actually like that. I, I believe that that's a great idea. I believe that's a great idea. I, I mean, I never seen McNeil play third, so I don't, I don't know. But the guy's great defensively. I mean, we saw him play some really good second base his dives his catches i mean he did some wonderful things there can he translate that to third let's see you know let's see and and if cano is struggling you know i i got a good feeling that this is not the same thing that we had before where people were just playing because they had contracts i i i believe that the culture is going to change and i believe we're going to see people sitting if they're not performing regardless of how much money they're making all right this is this is not going to be a you know uh, you know what Cano is 36 years old and he's, he's getting paid all this money he's a star um you know we're just gonna have to keep him out there even if he's hitting a buck 90 right so I don't think that's the culture anymore I, I think we're gonna see some you know people are gonna have to earn their playing time here no matter what so uh but anyway that brings me to the next thing so who is it gonna be is it gonna be Harper Who's going to be Machado? See, if we get Machado, then I feel bad for McNeil because then what happens to McNeil? Okay, now McNeil can turn out to be this, you know, great, um, this great guy, right? This great uh, utility guy that plays third, plays second, right? Maybe plays some first here and there. Um, super utility guy. I like to see this guy get 500 at bats. I don't know about you, but that's that's just my feeling. All right. But it may work out. I mean, having some dead on the bench is, is important. The only thing that worries me is that it reminds me of Justin Turner. Okay? That's what we did for him. And he did okay. Then we let him go. And then he turned into a beast when he got a chance to play every day. I think that's Jeff McNeil. So I, I, I hope the Mets play this smart. I really do. And Jeff McNeil can be a great third baseman, man. I you know I think of Justin Turner. That's who he reminds me of. Okay? Um, so... Oh, could it be Harper? Could it be Harper in the outfield? Now, Harper in the outfield, Bryce Harper will be the, I, I think, is the key guy. And, and our, you know, our GM has said he wants Harper. 
on this team? Is it possible? I don't know. But I tell you what. I don't know. I've, I've ever heard anybody talk about stuff like this. But we have an agent. An agent. That was vocal. And talking about collision. Talking about how the system was working against uh, the players. Talking about strikes. Or, you know, um, not strikes. Um, um, you know, you know. Like boycotting, right? All this talk. I mean, this guy stand, stands for the players, right? When he was uh, an agent. And I don't think that was a show. So has anybody thought about the fact that he goes and he becomes a GM? Probably wants to become a GM. But deep down inside, he's also very curious to see what the enemy was doing behind closed door. On the other side, right? What's behind the curtain? What's going on in the back room over there? I mean, come on. That's human nature, man. It's human nature. Right? It's human nature. What's going on on the other side? Especially when you're going from, you know, these are two two sides. They're, 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 they're you know, I don't want to say they're at war, right? But but they're, they're you know, they're, it's, it's a, you know, plaintiff versus defendant, right? I mean, there's like two lawyers fighting each other, right? They they probably go out for coffee afterwards, but when they're in that courtroom, they, they go after each other. And here it's the same thing. So you, you kind of got to be, you got to be curious of what's going on over there. So you don't think that he's like, I got to go figure out what the Mets issue is and we got to fix it. And we got to make sure that this team is acting like a big market. He's coming in with a agent mentality. You've always heard agents complain about the Mets not acting like a big market team. So has anybody thought that he's there, not just a GM, but to figure out what the heck is going on? And, and is it not human nature to have coffee with one of your friends that you were an agent with back in your in, in those days and be like, bro, let me tell you what's going on. It's human nature, man. It, you know, you can be loyal. You can you can say I'm loyal to my company. I'm loyal to my new role. I'm not going to say anything. When you're having when, when you're talking to a buddy, you know, for a while on the other side and you're sipping, you, you're going to let some hints go. You're going to maybe maybe dance around it, maybe hint at things. But things are going to get out. Okay. So in my opinion, the Wilpons can't be cheap here. The Wilpons have said, we want to win now. We we, we, we brought this guy in and, and we got to go and be aggressive. You got to let this guy be aggressive. And if he says we got to give a player $350 million over 10 years, you got to give a player $350 million for 10, for 10 years. Okay. So. Bryce Harper in the outfield. Go out and get a, a center fielder, maybe a right-handed bat to play center field. Then you have Conforto. I don't know, man. I don't know. This is looking pretty good. So I like what I see. I, I don't know what the designs are going to be. I don't know about this deal, um, about you know trading Noah Syndergaard and all that stuff. But there's a lot to be looked at right now. There's this there's... there's there's a shift going on. And, you know, the fact that he's pushing to trade trade Noah Syndergaard and Noah Syndergaard has not come out and said much about him, you know, his agent becoming the GM. We've heard it more from Jacob DeGrom, but not from Noah Syndergaard. So I wonder, I wonder if Noah Syndergaard, there's something there about him that the GM knows and it's saying, let's trade this guy now. Let's trade this guy now because he's probably got a few more years good in him. You know, somebody will, will, will love him. 
but I don't know if this kid is going to last beyond his free agent, you know, when he becomes a free agent, right? Somebody's going to give him a big contract at that point, and it won't be us. I wonder if that's going through his mind. I wonder if he's back there saying, don't ask me why, because I can't tell you, but we got to get rid of this kid, all right? So who knows? Who knows? Who knows what the case is? But right now, we do know that I believe Noah Syndergaard, over the next four years, he'll have a Cy Young. Okay? Next three years, he'll he'll win a Cy Young. He'll be top two, top three. He'll be in consideration. He'll be finalist for a Cy Young award. Noah Syndergaard is the deal. I, I like this kid. and I, Which is why I'm having a tough time thinking they'll trade him and then they'll trade for another pitcher that has won some Cy Young awards. Why would you do that? Why? I, I don't get it. So there may be some smoke screening going on as well to, to cover up another plan. I mean, I don't know what's going on. But in, in essence, you're trading Noah Syndergaard for this for this picture from Cleveland, right? That's what you're doing. I mean, you're going to trade a guy, a future Cy Young for a, a, a current Cy Young. Why? If you trust your pitcher that much, you think your pitcher is that that you're that high on them that you're going to want all these prospects back, why would you trade them? Keep them and go out and get another ace. I've always said, I've always said, and I'm so happy I got this po uh, podcast now because I can say it to somebody that's listening, okay? The Mets have a bunch of kids with all this potential in their, in their rotation. The reason why they haven't flourished is because I think their heads heads got too big. Okay? I think they got too cocky. I know that's what happened to Matt Harvey. Matt Harvey became, you know, showboater over here. He became the, the little hot guy in New York. And that got into his head. All right? His head was so big that he was having a tough time holding it up. And it hurt his arm. Okay? Lost his balance and it hurt his arm. That's all it is. That's all it is. And and I and I think these kids would benefit from having a true, a true presence of an ace to lead them. Somebody they can follow their routine. Somebody they can compete against and say, you know, this is the guy we want to follow. Now Jacob deGrom is becoming that guy. Jacob deGrom is becoming that guy. So I'm proud of this kid. He's, he obviously had the best, one of the best pitching years in, in the history of the game, okay? But Noah Syndergaard would definitely benefit from having an ace. Another ace. A veteran coming in. Somebody else to follow. Okay? Steve Motts, same thing. Zach Wheeler, same thing. Imagine that. Imagine that. Pitching staff, if you just add one big name on there. I don't know if that's if that needs to get done. I don't know. Maybe that's too much. But if that's the thought, I'm on board. But I really, really hope we get a bigger bat. A big right-handed bat. Or even a left-handed bat if it's going to be a Harper. Uh, because of getting because Harper's left-handed, it's the only reason why I said let's just go for Machado. I feel bad for 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 Bru for um for McNeil, um, but again, you know he may just have to be that guy that that, that rotates around and and, and that that 
bat off the the bench and you know some days he'll play second for for Cano who is older and you may want him to you know you may not want him playing every day right and you know keep him healthy and, and strong for down the stretch and stuff like that so so this it makes sense and then you got a rookie first baseman right um that once in a while you you may want to give him a day off when he's struggling put McNeil in there to start some games at first base especially with Wilmer Flores no longer with us so so I like it I like it I like it I'm okay but get me a big bat go out and get Manny Machado all right let's let's get this done go out and get Manny Machado Go out and get yourself another catcher, which I have no idea why we tendered him a contract, uh, Darno a contract. It makes no sense. Like, this kid is going to get traded. And do you really think you're going to get value from trading him? I don't think so. But it is what it is. All right? Guys, Cano is in. All right? We have a closer. Perfect. We still need another setup guy. Go get him. And we need a big bat. Give out the big contract, man. Don't trade for another contract. Don't trade for another big bat. I don't think we need to do that. Now, unless it's a one-for-one. One. If we go get our um, Ariano, right, the third baseman, only Ariano from, from Colorado, and, um, and, and, it's, and the price is Noah Syndergaard, and then we go out and, and, and we trade for a, or, or we get ourselves a, a, a compatible pitcher, I can't really say much about that. Get that done. But if we're going to trade Nolan, uh, uh, Noah Syndergaard for prospects and then turn around and empty our prospects and, and then trade prospects away for another starter, then I'm a little confused. All right? But again, I'm not going to prejudge. Let's not prejudge. Let's figure it all out. I think that when spring training comes around, that's a great time when we can have conversations about what kind of what kind of team we're about to field. Um, but right now, it's all speculation. It's all what ifs, what could be, what what would happen, and you know what should be done, and blah 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 blah. Right now, congrats to our GM. You got us a top-notch closer. You got us a veteran presence at second base. Um, a guy that's been an eight-time All-Star, uh, a guy that I believe we can get a good two to three seasons out of him where he's going to play at elite level. Um, so, congrats. Congrats, our team does look better than it did last year. It does look better. But Cano and Diaz are not going to win it in 2019. And as this episode is called... Mets winning in 2019, so let's go make some more moves. Guys, thank you for following. Thank you for listening in. Again, I want to hear your comments. I want to hear your, your thoughts on this. Um, congratulations again. And um, either way, if I don't, if you don't hear from me, if you don't hear anything, if you don't get back on my past, uh, podcast before then, uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's to you guys.